I hear they're they're thinking about hiring, no joke, Bruce Bochy, retread, and then Showalter or Ron Washington. Showalter, really? Like a Showalter? Like even Showalter? Showalter is going really me? <laughs> no. They're gonna pull the pull the White Sox, like when they hired yep. Marusa. You see you see how that turned out? Hey, they made it pretty far. I mean, no, I mean, played beyond 162 and then just had it handed to him. It's true. Well, welcome to another dumb podcast where friends slowly join into a Google Meet chat and and chaos ensues. But it's going to be a little tamer this year. I think Jacob can't jump on <laughs> this week. <laughs> Do we need to talk about yeah. last week? <laughs> I think we. I think we covered what we things that we witnessed. Okay, okay. Uh, Brandon, did you get the chance to listen to any of that? I have not yet. Oh my lord! It's pretty you, intense. And you know that was like that was like five percent of the conversation that I released because <laughs> the rest was either going nowhere or I just uh, it got a little tense or something. <laughs> Was this the divorce pod? Uh, no. No, no, no. Okay. This is um, this is single man living it up pod. It was just, yeah, it. It was okay. just live from the apartment. <laughs> Brad got confronted for things he said in the past. That didn't make the episode. But it was interesting well, to listen about to. about the Foo Fighters? Yeah, well, I, no. Yeah, yeah it probably <laughs> it did involve the Foo Fighters. But, you know, I told her I was trying to get the Raiders job. So we just needed to end that conversation. <laughs> so, yep. you know, no big deal. But uh, it was good. It was wild. <laughs> I had to tell Jacob, I'm like, I apologize. Uh, and, and for anybody who knows, like, uh, like that girl who, and nobody listened to it, but she, like, wasn't mad at all. I don't think she even realized that it happened the next day. <laughs> <laughs> but but also, I was like, listen, I'm only, I mean, I hate to pull kayfabe or anything, but like, I'm only doing things because it's funny. I'm not doing, like, I, uh, I I called Jacob, I was like, she's all right, right? Like, everything's fine. And she goes, yeah, she doesn't care. Everything's good. So. Yeah, she didn't seem mad. She mm, just no, seemed uh, to wanted to talk to you about it a little bit. <laughs> no, I think she had maybe some legit heat from me, but it's all good. You know, no big deal. Um, what else was I going to go on that? Um, uh, yeah, but anyways, uh, it's one of the first podcasts I actually, uh, I released and I was like, eh, you know what? If you find it, you find it. I'm not really going to put it up on, on, Twi- on Twitter and go, you should listen to this episode. I just made everyone, if you wanted to listen to it, you listen to it. And a, a fair hand of people actually did listen to it, which was terrifying. <laughs> Yeah, a little bit. You don't have to. You don't have to do that. Just when stoves on, 
Those are the ones you don't advertise. Ah, yeah, I know. And it was like a real good stove episode too. So, but it's all good. There's a lot of a lot of good goodness driven into that back half of that podcast. So, well, welcome everybody. And and stove, I and probably sh- didn't jump on because it's raining and he's probably outside like playing in a puddle <laughs> or something like that. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Like, like Andy a, Dufresne a, and Shawshank. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So it's a nice rainy day today. Um, uh, what else? Uh, I mean, did you try to go into the uh, the news of the day? I mean, uh, wasn't it funny how no one came to the aid of of John Gruden? I mean, who would you expect would do so? I, uh, uh, Nassib? <laughs> or whatever his name is. <laughs> no. Did I read that he had to take a personal day for John Gruden? Wait, are you being serious? Uh, I can pull it up. Oh, okay. Uh, I mean, I'm not. Yeah, he had uh, Nassib takes a leave after coach resigns due to homophobia. <laughs> What a what a headline <laughs> due to homophobic emails. Huh, interesting. Well, I mean, to each yeah. their own. Like we all know like all right, if this is deep in the season, uh John Gruden's like leading like a you know, like all American not I'm all American, but like has one of the best teams in the league. This is probably not an issue, right? I, other than I Mich- still think it is. Other than Michelin lips, he really. <laughs> no, I mean, like if this came out about Mike McCarthy, I, I still think it. Would. I'm trying to think of a coach where if he would have been okay, and I only say that. Listen to the scenario. So, who is like an un who who would you think is like an untouchable coach like Mark McCarthy I don't believe is an untouchable coach cuz they'd be like eh we'll just put the other guy in there but I'm talking about like a really um god uh Sean McVay is he, no I, I guess he could still uh, no, I think that's a good I think that's a good name to come up okay so Sean McVay to, comes up to and bring it, up so it had some emails that come up when he was like 18 apparently but <laughs> and they would go, dude, you suck. But everyone likes you, and his players like him. I guess in a sense, I've, at least I would think, in the room, everyone seems to like him. Go it's up, also go, go, two completely different scenarios, though, of based on the age when the person sent those. Like, if, whoever it was, if this is, oh, they sent this when they were a freshman in college versus being mm. 50 years old, that's... I, even if, okay, so even if he was in his first year of coaching, made some really bad emails, uh, I bet they, and and I don't know where the uh, where are the Rams at right now in the in the. Uh, I mean, they're standings. good. They're like four and one. Yeah, yeah. so they're a yeah. good team. I don't think they're going to blow that up unless it's like really really bad stuff. I think they go go to that press conference. You better cry. I mean, you better cry. You better beg, like, like Ron Washington cry. Okay, like you better really, like, show the utmost remorse and just 
you know, I'm horrible, and you better have, uh, like, your team, like, behind, you know, like, they've done, like, where, like, your team is behind you, and they support you. If that type of thing happened, I think they would most likely go, okay, you get a reprieve. Where John Gruden didn't have the room, he didn't have the team, and he, he sucks. Like, he's not a very good coach. It well, in the whole situation, it was more than just a, a one-off comment. When the first one came out, I thought, that's, yikes. That might but, be survivable, and then more came out. You're like, that's yeah, not survivable. The, <laughs> the first one, I didn't think he was going to get fired after the first uh, you know, release, you know, news release, email, you know, whatever. Um, I just thought, yeah, you're going to get an apology. Maybe you get suspended for a week or something. But, yeah, as the other stuff started trickling out it's like okay yeah he's he's got to go funny seeing john gruden talking like your uncle like <laughs> going, i bet you the rams made him i bet the nfl made the rams do that <laughs> you know like all right dude. No, it's fair <laughs> you know here's like, the thing is he sent the emails to bruce allen while bruce allen was a uh was with the uh, washington football team yeah. Before they were the Washington football team. Why don't and you just say anybody the in name? corporate America knows. I still say the Redskins. You don't send those types of emails. <laughs> Either from your personal email or, yeah, I think he was working for ESPN at the time. So I don't know if they were, you know, sent from his ESPN account or personal account. It really doesn't matter. It's just one of those situations where if you send it, there's going to be a paper trail for what you said. Right. Yeah. So and, what he did was extremely stupid. Oh yeah. yeah. Corporate America, they those are their emails. Once it's sent to and or from, right, you can't and, run from that. And the reason that that came out is because of the uh, the lawsuit that the Washington Football going through. I don't even know which one that's for. Was it the racial discrimination case? Oh, it might be that the sexual harassment. Oh, there's uh, so many of of the things that. Yeah, <laughs> I think Washington football should just close up shop. <laughs> it's going. To... <laughs> <laughs> uh, but I don't know. I like, and I know, uh, like my right side friends are like, "This is just culture, uh, cancer culture, whatever the hell, doing this again." And I'm like, I don't know. John Gruden kind of sucks, and just. I don't know. Yeah, this is the second time that Daniel Snyder has destroyed a Gruden. Ah, very true. Bump, bump, bump. Very true. <laughs> Both of these guys can't work in this town again. <laughs> well, I don't That's know. That's a good question. Will, because we've seen, you know, we've seen Art Bryles get shamed out of a high-profile college job and end up coaching overseas and then Texas high school, will John Gruden be coaching like three or four years from now? Just like some community college out in California or something. Let me look up John Gruden net worth. I mean, Dave Bliss got rehired. That's true. $30 million. So, yeah. I don't know. He won't be on TV ever again, but... He'll be coaching... Uh, Eastern Hills football or something like that. That'd be or Europe. Yeah. 
got to give back but again <laughs> the, the, yeah that's what i was thinking too um but the thing that it wasn't just a one-off if it was just a, a one instance that he might be able to say hey it was very emotional time and i was just venting and there's no evidence you know he could point to i had 700 emails you know to the guy and there was nothing else like that in there i think that would have been enough to save his job after the apology you think he could have pulled the like a joanne joanne reed like uh i was hacked or something like that i think that would have been a good one well the emails any anybody could have sent that yeah <laughs> six have 70 slurs and 100 emails yeah you think i would hacking. say that yeah over and over over and over yeah i mean it is what it is i mean i'm not here to fight for like john like john gruden's not the guy that you'd be like come on he's an obviously good guy you know like i i did listen to this, um an interview with Keyshawn uh johnson like talk about running the bus right over like he had no supportive guys yeah. that he had he'd worked with in the past like and I think Keyshawn was kind of on to something. Uh, he's a good friend of mine. Uh, that, you know, <laughs> he was kind of kind of a bullshitter. And, like, I really, at the same time, I was like, man, what a piece of shit. But I was also like, man, John Gruden knew how to, like, from day one, knew how to manipulate the game into, uh, number one, he got onto a team that was already pretty much pre-built. He and uh, go in there, win a Super Bowl, and then he does his, you know, on the sideline doing his weird eye tricks and stuff like that, <laughs> just the just to kind of stand out uh, uh, amongst 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 the crowd. And it is amazing, like whether that was genuine or created, like that, how much that character kind of carried his career. I think the Chucky persona took upon him he worked yeah. himself into a shoot so, <laughs> so, <laughs> his only way to put that is like he he was doing a little bit of a work but then he just became chucky and no, that's, i think you're right yeah i think that's that's probably the best way to put it and you know what i mean i, I respect that but i'm also like that shit's gonna come to roost eventually like everyone's gonna find out that you're full of shit and that's that's kind of what happens, and you know, <clears throat> it is what it is. I mean, I don't know. Uh, what's the record for the Raiders right now? I think they're three and two. That, uh, just pretty uh, so-so. Who's yeah, the, all right? Who's the? Uh, did they named interim? Uh, I think the special teams coach has taken over. Was he a former Cowboy guy? He is Rich Passacci. Yeah. I think he was here briefly a couple years or so. Who knows? Might have been here 10 years. <laughs> First job, Cowboys. But he, it doesn't he says not, Cowboys. Yeah. He is not the rich the, that was part of the Cowboys organization that had the practice tent fall on him. That was Rich Beam. Another Italian. <laughs> so... <laughs> Uh, 2013 to 2017, assistant head coach and special okay. teams coordinator. More than a couple. Yeah, three years. He looked familiar, so that's the only reason I kind of brought it up. But 
Uh, well, good for old Biscacci, whatever the fuck. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> good old rich bruschetta. Good. <laughs> the, the bruschetta game, all right. Uh, have a nice 12-game coaching career, and then it's back to here's back, how to kick. Yeah, we're going to do the trick play. Uh <laughs> Yeah, well, anyways, yeah, we'll move on from that. You know, poor uh, Chucky. Wow, wow, wow. Um, another big one that was on my mind, and and this one I might be a little controversial on, but I also have two sides of this, so you need to help me out because I've been fully on it. So this Kyrie Irving thing, and I was actually going to try to pull up his uh, Instagram. I think he's he's shooting live right now on uh, Instagram. Uh, I don't think we're going to be able to uh, chime in live, but... Um, so Kyrie Irving, they said he was going to be able to only do like road games or something like that for a little while, but then they fully said, no, you're not doing any games. Um, uh, <clears throat> uh, give, give me your thoughts on it beforehand. It just, just him in general? I mean, just what he did. I mean, they now told him you're not going to do this. I think Kyrie Irving's brand is to be counterculture. And this is just a prime opportunity to, you know, to pounce on something like that. I mean, he probably has some pretty significant beliefs, but at the same time, he's always just wanting to be different. Mm -hmm. He's a weird dude. Kind of. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, Brandon? Same. I agree with Jay. He just doesn't seem to be all there. Let, let's not start. Let's not start throwing around the crazy word. I didn't say that. You know, I didn't he, say he, that either. But, he's eccentric. You know the flat Earth thing, and then you know his whole exit out of Cleveland. He just okay. I mean, I'm not saying he's Delonte West or anything, but no, I think he is one of those people that. Um... <sighs> Trying to think. I have to be careful how choose, I phrase this. Choose your words carefully. No, I'm just trying to say like somebody who they can make themselves sound a lot smarter than they actually are. Oh, yeah, so they can yeah. speak about something and sound very educated. But I feel like and I, I see through it like this guy is not very smart. Dunning-Kruger effect. Yeah, that's – there you go. What is that? The Dunning-Kruger effect, Dunning a hypothetical cognitive bias where people that are think they're smarter on a particular topic than they really are. It's basically all of Hollywood. Got it. Um, <laughs> basically what Jay just said. That's, that's very fair. That's a good example. I feel like it's pretty uh, – I, I can't pull up Kyrie Irving on live. That would be really good. Um, here's my thought on this. It's going to be controversial. Number one, at the end of the day, as anybody who's up against, uh, I don't even know what, uh, what is Kyrie Irving? Um, uh, what has he made career earnings? I think he would be 136 million. Yeah, that sounds pretty good. Um, so he's made quite a bit of money. Correct. Oh yeah, yeah. Big, yeah. quite a bit of money, and I would point to 
Now, if someone was uh, throwing a bunch of money at me, and I've actually had this on this same kind of conundrum given to me, like I had my things with the uh, quote unquote the jab, and I I made large decisions. I was not a uh, jump to it. I think uh, Jay was uh, first one out the gate. You know, he was ready to go <laughs> for the jab. <laughs> And, I'm willing to put my life in danger on a daily basis. <laughs> yeah, I mean, so brave and and so, yeah. Whereas I was more skeptical, and I was like, I don't know, I, I gotta, I gotta eat a cheeseburger over this and figure this out. Uh, <laughs> but uh, the only thing that would ever um, kind of sway me is again my family. If my family felt like I really needed to get it, or if I felt like I was in danger of like uh, orphaning my children or something like that. Like I really feel like that's a pretty big uh, reason to try to, you know, a reason to uh, do it and and as a salvation. But um, the other big thing is I've started ever affected my pocketbook. This would be a big thing. Like I'm never going to have things affect my pocketbook so at the same time i'm like i don't know Kyrie, you're gonna make some odd 20 million dollars i don't know whatever he's leaving on the table uh just take the jab and and go with it so i'm i'm at that point too uh it's very a little more complicated but go ahead jay i was gonna say there's uh i mean at least one one player Andrew Wiggins for the Warriors who wasn't going to get it. And then when he found out how much it was going to hit him in the pocketbook, suddenly he was next in line because he wasn't going to pass up 15, 20 million, whatever it was going to be this year. So that's happened in the league already. Yeah. And I, you know, who's the guy from the Orlando magic that's having, um, having issues, uh, Jonathan Isaac. Oh yeah, yeah. Yes. Um, who the right have kind of surrounded as? Because uh, I guess he was one of those guys that didn't kneel, and now. Um, but I think if you have to listen to Jonathan Isaac, that guy's very intelligent. The okay. way he, the way he spoke I'm, about like I, I have immunity and uh, natural immunity, and I really just don't see the point in it. Okay. I haven't, I mean, I haven't heard it, but I mean, I think there is a, it's possible to be logical in your conversation and your decision on that and, but, and maybe not get it, but, but again, it has not affected his pocketbook yet. So maybe he hasn't made that decision just yet. So were you about to say something, Brandon? Well, I was going to, you know, I saw somewhere that, uh, I think Sham Sharania, from uh, the athletic had actually asked Irving to Kyrie to, you know, kind of clarify what his stance. And one point that he brought up is that, you know, if you mandate a vaccine, um, then that's going to cause a lot of people to lose their jobs. And that, you know, the general consensus to that is so what if they lose their job, which he does kind of bring up a point about, how it's easier to persuade somebody to get the jab as opposed to coerce them. 
Oh, and yeah, I mean... Something that's kind of foul about how a lot of people kind of go about that to where, you know, if you if you don't get the shot, then you're a horrible person. And that's not going to convince anybody that is skeptical about the vaccine. That's not going to convince them to get it. It's, it's and I realize that it's just like raising children. It's going to be dead set. I mean, there's going to be people that are going to be dead set in their position, and there's, you're not going to be able to reach them. Um, but at the same time, I don't think that that type of mindset towards those people necessarily helps the situation. Well, again, we all have children, and we realize that coercion sometimes works but sometimes doesn't and the incentives are always much better in a sense and showing them the more logical conclusions on things and go hey you know if you do this these good things will happen here and this will you know it'll be better for you and more information always helps the situation and going if you don't right. i'm gonna fucking smack you it never it's not uh not the best course of action and, and to be sure, I mean, the, the NBA is certainly well within their right to stipulate that their players get vaccinated. They're a private organization. Yeah, uh, private organization, and we don't ever want to do the same thing. Okay, this is... <laughs> Sorry, Greg Abbott, but... This is the other side. Of, like, it's the people yelling, and then the other side is the ones talking I'm, I'm, and mimicking what you're saying. Right. No, 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 we're having a serious debate. Keep talking again. Hold on, keep up. <laughs> Yeah, I, 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 like I was just like, kind of it. I'm just like, yeah. I'm just like, you know, there's certain there's certain outcomes in this that I think are justified from the league standpoint, but that doesn't necessarily mean I like it. If somebody loses their job, it's not a desirable outcome. No, but I mean, it's oh, man, this is so much more complex than anything as far as coercion and mandates against mandates and mandates of mandates mandates. I mean, it's very complicated. But as I look at Kyrie Irving, I sit there. Let's let's do this logic. I mean, let's just a full lo- logical exercise. Uh, Kyrie Irving, I think I looked up at it, he's 29 years old. Very healthy human being. Uh, no, I don't think he has any uh, health concerns of any sort. Do we really believe um, Kyrie Irving would contract COVID and and get sick and die? The likelihood, probabilities of that happening. Probably equal to the chances that he would have any adverse reaction, get sick and die from having the vaccine. Well, that's not a very good, that's not a very good uh, argument to not get the vaccine. (laughs) But it kind of is. No, it's it's not because it's, if they're both really low, I'd be like, well, I'm just not going to get it. But I'm saying it should be no problem to get it. If you're then just going to be able to do your job, it's kind of, what's the difference? I think he sees it. He goes, I don't, I don't really see the point. And I'm and not, and kind of on top Jonathan of it, I'm Isaac not going to be co- brought up. No, I'm, I'll, I'm just going to say this. And on top of the point is if I want to take the COVID, uh, the vaccine, I'll take the vaccine, but I won't be coerced into doing it. Is, is, is a lot of his point too. I don't really know that. I mean, I guess I, I thought yeah. that's what he said, but go ahead. I'm not going to do a I'm funny voice while you talk. The points, that, 
the point that Isaac's brought up is that, you know, what if I have an adverse reaction to the vaccine, which, okay, on the surface sounds understandable, but they have done study after study after study that shows that the risk of that is near zero. Uh, but I, I don't understand the point as if he, he has, I mean, there's, I've actually been studies also about the, the immune, the, uh, immunity from the natural immunity. If like, if you, I think he's had COVID, I think he said twice, I think Jonathan Isaac has, or maybe just even once. And he does a regular, um, antibody tests. He says he has enough, like, and he believes that that's enough to kind of help him out during the way. And so I just don't get the point. I, I just honestly just don't get the point of what, what is well, it? What is it really protecting? Because at the end of this day, this is really, I've been going out every day this week. Like COVID doesn't even exist. It really doesn't. Like you'd have to be a complete psycho to, to like to be terrified of COVID. Anymore. But from like the NBA standpoint, like from an organizational standpoint, you just have to have a, I feel like you have to have just a policy one way or the other. Either you're requiring it or it's all just your choice and we're not policing this or requiring anything at all. Because you, if you open the door for, well, here's an exception, here's an exemption, oh, this guy makes a good case, he's got an antibody test with him, right. then you're just, you've just got papers stacked everywhere for everybody's request you got to go through to figure out who's going to get it and who's not. And then if you make an inconsistent choice there, then, well, what is this based on? Is this based on my age? Hey, you didn't make that guy get it, but you made me, and that guy looks a whole lot like you, and I don't look like you, so what's going on now? And you open yourself up to all those types of conversations. So you just say either you do what you want, we're not concerned about it, or everybody's getting it. What is the? I mean, could you imagine if LeBron said he wasn't going to get it, which I know LeBron did get it, and is he encouraging people to but, get it. Yeah. But could you imagine? I don't know. That's I, fair. I, I I just don't know what the. I mean, here's what it feels it like. It doesn't feel like we're trying to, uh, like, like let's just put all the cards on the table. COVID's not going away. We've made this case in before. It's an endemic. It's not just going to disappear upon its own. Okay? So it's something we're going to live with. So we're going to have people that aren't going to take the, the jab, and there's going to be people that are. And we're going to have to coincide and figure out a way to live with each other. So, But coercion and everything else, I, I mean, I really believe – okay, let me get this out here. I really think you probably should. Like, just in case – I mean, do it. I mean, who cares? Uh, at the end of the day, especially when there's millions of dollars on the on the table, but at the end of the day, too, if you don't want to, you have to live with consequences. But I don't see the point in it. In the same point, I feel like I'm talking out of both sides, but I I feel like I'm not because I understand <laughs> I understand that they can coerce you and go, yeah, hey, we're gonna take all this money away. But also at the end game, what are we saving for? Like, what's the point? What well, the, is the, NBA, the point? The NBA may have the policy of he, he has to get it, but um, well, it also is affected by where he plays and what the laws are within that state. Right. But I mean, the ultimate decision for him to basically not be a part of the team at this point, this is the Brooklyn Nets decision. 
The NBA is not saying, That's hey, true. you can't have him on a road game or on a roster or anything like that. That that came down to an organization. I mean, the I guess it's an organization within a much broader organization, but um, that was on a slightly smaller scale, well, that, that part of the decision. Well, I guess and to make a you know, connection to the last story, uh, the Nets seem to think that they can just let Kyrie go and be like, let's just fucking ride it out because, hey, he's a fucking psycho and we don't, I mean, I I don't like to say the whole crazy thing, but, you know, you know, fuck this guy. He's kind of an, kind of an asshole and you know what? Let's just cut bait. This gives us a reason to do it. Great. Um, That's a great point because if their roster was shaped differently and he was the absolute one, you know, number one star on the team, they might bend a little more, but they've got two other stars and a stacked roster, and you know they seem to be the favorite to win the title, even if he doesn't play. Hmm, that's that's interesting. I mean, I didn't well, know they're, that, they're but there. but again, the the Nets have made that analyzation and be like, you don't want to take the jab? No problem. Uh, look in this contract right here. Uh, we don't have to pay. Like, <laughs> is that really true? Like, did they not have to pay him? I, I, I don't know that. Man, that's sure. that's I, fucking I crazy. Is is whether, yeah, because he's not, because he's not injured. There's got to be some kind of a clause or endorsement in the. Either they're going to pay him, or I feel like there might be. I mean, I don't know. The NBA doesn't have the best uh, uh, union or anything, but there's got to be someone out there going, dude. They can't just. They can't take his money away because this wasn't on there that you had to have all your shots and records on here, um, and uh, and you know, but uh, unforeseen uh, pandemic, uh, you know, put whatever. It under something, there's wording in there that they they will say applies to the situation. Interesting. Well, I guess we'll uh, keep an eye on this story for you and see. But yeah, I'm sure everybody's coming here first. They've been dying all week for you in a couple of weeks. They've been dying all week to hear that, but I kind of just wanted to have a thought exercise on that because I just, again, I, uh, I think I've been pro jab this entire time. Not really, but um, yeah, I think. And again, it's very complex. It's not a either or. People are dumb. People are smart. People are whatever. I think it's a lot more complicated than that. And then, um, than just. You know, Kyrie Irving's a crazy lunatic, but at the same time, are we really worried about Kyrie Irving dying of COVID? Or, as you point out, Jay, yes, you were correct. Are we really worried about Kyrie Irving having adverse reactions to a to a jab? So, all those can be probably answered as low probability. It's just the yeah. It's just the the stare down. It's what what's the. What's the gif? What's Puff Daddy and somebody else? Can't remember who it is. I'll find it. Okay. And then I'll send it to you. <laughs> I was no, I was gonna let you just spin on that one. I was gonna be like, I don't know. <laughs> Take that part out. <laughs> okay, I'm gonna edit that out. Okay. <laughs> well, I guess we'll move on then. Oh. Uh does anybody else bring any stories for today? We can do free space. Oh. There's free space there in the back. It's, you can just play as you go. Oh, is that right? Just yeah. wild card? Yeah, just wild card. 
Hmm. The topic will. Spin it. What does it got? What has the ticket been talking about? Uh, uh, theme songs, TV shows. <laughs> it's one segment out of the entire week. It's just, you know, theme songs. That's what I remember from today. Is that what the stare down? We don't even know who that guy. Uh, I always thought that guy was uh, Odell Beckham. Is that not Odell Beckham? <laughs> I, no, it's not. But... Is there a wheel? Oh, wow. He's actually spinning a wheel. He actually was spinning a topic wheel. I don't even know where it landed on. Oh, uh, name a hobby that I can't see. They've always. Hey, Brandon, we're not fucking doing this. <laughs> Just, just I figured saying. we weren't. No, we're definitely not doing that. I would, I would need to enter my in uh, our own topics for consideration. Yeah, I think you can actually make your own topic, Will. Um, I would imagine you probably could God, make your own topic, Will. Topic. So will. they talked about TV theme songs, and George saw another wild animal. Amazingly, since he lives like out Cuba in the country. Capra. Is it true? Yeah. That, is it true that they've had that? Uh, uh, okay, let's do. Uh, uh, what's the biggest show coming to town? <laughs> Are you looking up actual shows? Uh, uh, oh, so what we're doing right now? I, I don't know. <laughs> I was going to try to do the big show thing, but I guess that's not really happening right now. I never know what's coming to town because they don't do the segment anymore. Well, that's true. And I don't think they're not doing it because of COVID or like to discourage people from going to concerts. I think they just found that this was a time to pivot away from doing that. You think that was and, not one of their favorite uh, like segments to do? I don't. I think they just decided not to do it anymore. And this was a way to phase it out. Well, didn't they take that over from the hard line? Well, it's a it's a different the concert calendar and did they still do the concert calendar? It's a little late. Oh, sorry. My producer's a little slow, but <laughs> Now bringing you the big shit. Well, I think the other thing to consider is I'm actually looking at the shows, and there's, you know, there's not a wide selection, so it's not like you know all these groups and artists have just suddenly kicked it into full gear with touring. Yeah. Good fade out. Um, <clears throat> what um, can you share your screen or do you uh... like? Well, no, I really can't. Well, I mean, just I can... just start reading them out, and we'll, we'll you don't have to do that. Just read so them there's out. Maverick <laughs> City Food for the Hungry Volunteers at the Pavilion at Toyota Music Factory on the sixteenth. Fora at the factory in Deep Ellum, which I guess used to be the bomb factory. Yeah, we can't have bomb in the. Top they renamed it because we can't, you know, negative connotation <laughs> on Halloween. Lord Huron on Panther Island Pavilion. And then Machine Gun Kelly on the 24th. Oh, which that's shit. probably the, the biggest show that's coming to town. Well, I hold on. we got to do a vote, and then we'll come up with that. We're going to steal this entire segment, okay? 
Um, <clears throat> is there any comedians or anything, anybody in town? I don't know. Things to do Dallas. Did they do comedians whenever they did the... Yeah, uh, they would do comedians. Oh, yeah. It usually have to be Cat a pretty Williams. Big, pretty big name. Cat Williams is in town? On the 16th. What, do, what are you looking Texas at? Do you, can you share Union me Theater. the link real quick? I'm or? just Googling. Oh, you're just Googling? Oh, okay. well, fuck me. Yeah. All right. Comedians events. Music events. This weekend. Oh, look. Okay, I found one. Uh, oh, sorry. Yeah, Cat Williams. Okay, I'm going to I'm gonna go through this right here. All right. Uh, Melissa Etheridge on the 16th. What's today? Is it? No, it's the 16th. Melissa Etheridge at the what is she? Where the hell's that? Uh, is she at the Billy Bob's? Okay, Melissa Etheridge at Billy Bob's. Uh, Blackstone Cherry. That's not one. I'm gonna. Uh, you know, you should really. You know, by the way, they have a producer. They pick out the shows that don't suck, and and they don't say it on air, on their shows. Um, 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 uh, man, it's a bad weekend. I have to tell you. I did see, see that huh? James Taylor was going to play on Tuesday at the Dickies Arena. That sounds like it'd be awesome. Not really. Uh, next week is yeah James Taylor, Cole Swindell at Billy Bob's. I don't know who that is. <laughs> He's a country music singer. Is he Red Dirt? Uh, he is not Red He's Dirt. He's the he is. son of Craig Swindell, the former uh, Longhorns pitcher. I don't think so. I believe he is. Uh, I was going to do with another Cole, but that's fine. I hate this game. Uh, Anthony Hamilton is going to be at the... I just still call it the Nokia Live Theater or whatever the hell it's called. It used to be called. They change it yeah. every year. They they have to stop that. Right. Stop re relicensing the theaters. So I have to remember. Well, it's kind of like the it's kind of like the Starplex. Like the Smirnoff. Like Smirnoff. I I still call it the Smirnoff Center, but I don't know what it's actually called these days. I've, it used to be Jose Cuervo and yeah. I, I can't help it either. Okay. Well, I guess we'll move on from this shit segment. Holy. This sucked. This was really bad. How many got minutes right now? We got 41. I think we're going to do a I think we're going to do a cool hour this time. Okay. I got to wake up early. I'm sorry. Well, so do I. You're not yeah, special. Yeah, but I mean, you have to roll out of bed and you there's your computer and woo, I'm not Oh, you you have to actually work for a living. I, I have to go to. <laughs> I have to go in town tomorrow. That's you actually have to drive somewhere. I oh. do. I freaking hate it. I, I Dallas is I the just... worst. Dallas is the worst city in America. It is. I was downtown today. I was you too. Let me know. We, we should. We, we could have high fived out of the car. <laughs> you know. Yeah. Well. Yeah. I was in down. Well. I I drove through downtown. I was up. Uh, towards North Haven, but uh, uh, yeah, it was, I hate it. I just, I don't get it. Like, I, I pray for my vehicle at all times because some crackhead is just driving 95 miles per hour. And I don't know why they have to be on crack. Probably yeah. can't afford to drive. But <laughs> I don't think you can drive well while on crack. 
It's just I hate. It. I just don't like it. Why are the lanes okay. so small? The lanes? I mean, yeah, the lanes seem smaller, like significantly smaller. Not everybody's driving a dually. I just wanted to get my horse trailer out there and then just roll <laughs> up on seventy-five. God, <laughs> the fuck. Um, right, what's what's your last segment? Uh, last one is uh, well, hold on. I've got uh, I got mall talk. I've watched a really, I, I know, I know, but I watched a documentary. It was about a mall in Jasper, Alabama. That's like. I think they just followed a mall for a year. Um, yeah, I, I, I agree, Jay. It's really boring. <laughs> <laughs> it was just... Is it about the employees? Like how beaten they are? Yeah, just like how beaten malls are. And I don't know what... I've always actually said, I think the mall was actually a really good idea. I but have what, no problem with the mall. What happened with the mall? The internet killed it like everything else. Yeah, but those also those downtown like little uh, shops and stuff. Those are awful. Yeah. Where you know they were all replaced. But uh, yeah, I know the internet. So we're all gonna just have a bunch of warehouses <laughs> everywhere, which is what we have right now. But I don't know. I uh, I don't know. What are we, kids don't even. Where do they go now? Uh, mine aren't old enough to go anywhere, so. <laughs> no, I know. I, I don't. I don't mine, know yet. Mine either. I, I mean, go to YouTube. I'm getting close. The 12 year old probably would. I think. What was the first time you went to a mall like by yourself? Like where I mean, around around that age? Around 12, right? I remember. Like, I, I remember that vividly. Oh yeah, drop drop with some friends. Drop you off. You just walk around, or you go to the movies. Where I was, you know, like, I know my friend would ask me all the time, oh, we're going to the mall, you want to go? I'm like, my parents will never allow, no, never. Like, you're not allowed to let me go into big, large areas by myself. It's not going to happen. It's crazy, crazy then, talk. Come on, just ask. I'm like, oh, fine, I'll ask. She's going to say no. And then she said yes, and I'm going, really? You allow me to do that? You would allow me? I mean, just anybody could take me at the mall. It was the best place ever. It was pretty cool. It was. It was okay. I know. Well, you had to have been in the like when you were in high, uh, like junior high, high school. That's like the the peak of malls, I would believe. Okay. Like early nineties. Yeah. It has to be the peak of malls. I mean, it was. I'm trying to think of exact the exact year. I don't know if it was ninety five. But whenever Grapevine Mills Mall opened. Oh, yeah. That was big. That was like we had our own Disney World. Yeah, I mean, absolutely. Just huge hype. I mean, it was literally like the uh, the Costco from uh, Idiocracy. Like You're like, this Grapevine Mills Mall is fucking huge. It's literally like its own city. You know? <laughs> it is. And, and the first time I went to it, it was kind of overwhelming and it, now i'm like nah that's just kind I, of a collection of buildings it's just uh yeah yeah there's uh what the hell's in a great family meals mall is the is the no that that cafe is not still there <laughs> the rainforest cafe is not oh, rainforest cafe it's still there it's still there it's still there 
Yeah. All right. Well, next week we're going to be doing a live feed from the Rainforest Cafe. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> what do they have? I remember. I remember going to the Grapevine Mills Mall. And we're going to go. We're going to eat at the Rainforest Cafe. I'm like, oh, cool. And it's like, uh, what's the wait? Uh, it's um, next week. That's what the wait is. <laughs> like, you literally can't get in here. It's like <laughs> never. It was still there. The last time I was at that mall, I've never been there before. But there's there's a like a Legoland and there's an a, aquarium thing like right across from it. And by the way, they need to the, rename that Lego thing. What do you mean? Cause like, it's not big enough to be yeah. a land. It's not a land. It's like a Lego. Oh, okay. It's like a Lego uh, ca- county. I don't know. <laughs> like <laughs> like a like a province. I don't, I don't even know what the hell to call it. But uh, like I've been to the Le- I've been to a Legoland in uh, Orlando, and that is a land. That is a lot of land. Was it Orlando or is it like in Tampa? It's like it's like in the outskirts of Orlando. I, I don't know who the hell look it up because uh, it's in it's not in Orlando and it's not in Tampa. No. It's like in the middle of nowhere. Like they go, where can we build this thing that it's going to house all this shit? They're like you can put it right here in this swamp in the middle of nowhere. No, I, that's yeah. It's I've a, been there. I believe it's we in went there last year. Oh really? Yeah, it's an hour yeah. and a half outside of Orlando. Yeah, no, that makes sense. Yeah, and it's uh, I would say actually pretty cool. Oh no, we you know, we stayed on site. Oh my gosh, you stayed the, at the Lego the, Hotel. Oh, it was amazing. Oh my god, it was during it was during COVID. It was during a global pandemic. That's crazy. I don't know if we discussed that because uh, we definitely walked by and was like, "Oh, there's the hotel over there." I bet the beds like suck because you know they're made of Legos. That's. They didn't make the building. <laughs> it's like all this food sucks. It's just Legos. <laughs> food wasn't. Yeah, it's okay, yeah. but the accommodations were were they were certainly adequate. Okay, well, I guess we don't have to talk malls, but you know, it is what it is. I I was just fascinated about. I know everyone's had like mall talk before, but it's just just to see a mall now. It's just, it's just so sad. It's, it's. I mean, you still have like around here. You've got North Park and Stonebriar. Grapevine Mills isn't that far from where I'm at. But I mean, you're either at the, you know, the the peak of what a mall could be, or it's just a matter of time before your entire facility is just going to be torn down or, you know, turned into some. Well, it's like the old the old Six Flags Mall, and it's kind of. Uh, it's kind of ironic, but the old Six Flags Mall, which was, you know, not to do a Chris Rock joke, but there's a good mall and a bad mall. That The Six Flags Mall was always the bad mall. Like, I remember back when I was, like, early in high school, it's like my, my dad was actually a mailman at Six Flags Mall. He knew all the crappy stores that were at Six Flags Mall. And... I was just like, I can't believe this place is still open. It's dreadful. There's nothing here. I don't even think there was a uh, a Spencer's or anything. <laughs> I think it was, it was so it was so ran down, and it was, and now it's turned into like a warehouse, like industry uh, industrial park. It's all warehouses for the internet. Hmm. So is that funny? <laughs> internet warehouses. Yeah, I mean it's for internet. Uh, but yeah, I think that's. If you not notice, like 
majority of all the landscape now is just all going to be warehouses and we're not going to leave our house and everything's just going to be shipped to us. Are we all going to be Brandon feels mad about this. What, what's wrong with you? What? The magic uh, suits. So we're going to be just like, you know, everybody in Wally. Basically. <laughs> like, <laughs> like 1984 and Wally were not like you know, instruction manuals, okay? <laughs> like, that's not how we actually want to end up. Did you actually watch that movie? <laughs> well, know? I did because I had kids, you yeah. know, when it came out. Uh, he didn't, I, oh, yes, he did. I was to say, I thought your kids were younger. I, I feel like you would have just been out no, there I've, watching I've got a, I've got a uh, 18-year-old who just graduated this year who... Uh, Oh, okay. She mentioned uh, Rainforest Cafe when she was about three. We brought her there, and one of the uh, employees dressed up as a mascot scared the hell out of her, so we could never go again. Wow. Very nice. <laughs> she um, she also got scared at uh, Chuck E. Cheese by the uh, big uh, animatronic uh, Chucky at the uh, Chuck E. Cheese just right outside of Grapevine Mills, ironically. And by Rangers Captain. Uh, I guess we can end on uh, Brandon's probably going to run out on this but let's do our I I guess until Jay stops coming on the podcast weekly we'll do a um, a WWE AEW wrestling uh, segment I I don't have music for this that's okay can I tell you that I I have secured tickets and accommodations to attend the 2022 Royal Rumble in St. Louis, Missouri. (laughs) (laughs) Yes! Oh, man. We're there. A trip. After the pandemic robbed us of the chance of attending the event in uh, 2021, we are are back. Well, I I applaud you. I I look forward to hearing a, well... I guess you have another podcast that you need to report to on, on, on things like that, but I would definitely like to hear more on that. That's for sure. Oh, yeah. Once uh, uh trip takes place. Um, is that 2022? Yeah, it's in, in, in yeah, the, January. January. Yeah, it's usually the first yeah. of the year. I'll just... This will be the start of the wrestling segment. It should be the start of, of everything. I'm just gonna. Be the national anthem. I'm just gonna slowly walk out to the ring. <laughs> just let everybody wait for this segment, because I need you to acknowledge me. All right. <laughs> all right. Um, so yes, uh, Brandon, you can uh, chime in however you would like on if you have any wrestling questions. But uh, yes, this is the uh, the wrestling segment that everyone's waiting for. Bad fade out. I need a switchboard. This is too loud. You can't talk over this. This would be a good bed, right? Yeah, not bad. This would be this would be a really good bed. Uh, So this week in WWE and AEW, uh, Saudi Blood Money Week. That's right. It's time. Well, hold on. It's actually uh, the following week, but you know, I mean, it's it's next week, but it is approaching, and uh, it is a 
is a stacked card. I would say here. I would say for uh, Crown Jewel, which is I have to admit the most spare of the pay per views in the last I don't know how long they've been doing it three or four years now. Yeah, it's since 2018, I think. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah, it's been quite spare. So I uh, it's not one that I I think even the ultimate what is it the greatest Royal Rumble or whatever. The F it was it was not one to uh not one to watch and all this you know uh that that abortion of uh Triple H Shawn Michaels versus The Undertaker oh and Kane which is just dreadful. Hey, if you ever want to watch possibly the worst not the worst not the worst match of all time but the worst <clears throat> very hyped match of all time Goldberg against the Undertaker has to be oh. at or near the top. I think we've talked it about is. it in the last time. We keep bringing it up, but it's it is yeah, really crazy it's... because just watching, just Goldberg just absolutely paya himself. I think thirty seconds into the match. <laughs> yeah, I need to go back. It's been a couple years, or, or at least a year or more since I've uh, found it and watched it. But yeah, he he knocks himself out. He botches some moves. He almost kills the Undertaker. And when it's over, the Undertaker's just got this look on his face, like, just get me out of here as soon as possible. I don't get but it. But this show this, doesn't have any th- I don't, of that. I, 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 I was going to say, I feel like they just, they, they've got storylines going, but I feel like they just, they made the phone call over to the the prince or the sheik or whatever applies here and said, what do you want to see? We're gonna and do we'll a, put it together. We're going to do a real show though. Like we're not going to, we're not going to get the honky tonk man versus Mark Merrow or anything. No, so. this is, this is big time. <laughs> yeah. I, 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 for one of, <clears throat> of course, the, the triple threat versus, uh, with, uh, Becky Lynch, uh, Bianca and, and, uh, Sasha, Sasha, why don't I blank on her name? Uh, yeah, that one's uh that should be interesting. I think again they there's no way they're going to take it off of uh hey, have we ever talked about this whole whenever they they squashed Bianca uh in SummerSlam? Have we talked about that and what your thoughts on that were? Maybe a little bit. I mean, I think it was kind of a it was surprising, but I think the, the and it's the counter is if they have the point was to get the belt back onto Becky. And if you have an actual 10, 15 minute match and then she wins just clean in the middle, well, then you, you have just kind of destroyed the whole Bianca storyline, at least this, this version of it. But if she gets cheap shotted, then she's got a chase for it. And you're right. They probably won't have her win it now. They probably won't have her win it a month from now, but Royal Rumble sounds like a perfect time that she's she's been getting jobbed for five months and she finally finally goes over. Now, I'm going to make something about Bianca because I really, uh, as a pure worker, and as uh, I'm not, you know, again, I base a lot of things off of what you do in the ring, your look, and how you are on the microphone. Um, and we're going to, we're going to wrap up on this. I promise. Okay. Um, uh, Bianca Belair has to be one of the best workers in, in the company right now. 
great graded ring. Uh, I rarely see her screw up at all. At least I never. Uh, very, uh, no, very rarely. Phenomenal. Yeah. One of the best workers. Um, I would say her look. I think she's big. I think she's, um, but also very beautiful. Like she's very, like I still think marketable. You know. Um, so there's not a, like a problem there. Like she's not like a old hag or anything. You know. Like you can't just be a great worker. You look like a, you know. I mean, I was going to say Luna Vuitton, but, you know, whatever. Um, but, you know, just, like, actually have a good look. I think her I think her mic skills leave something to be desired. Yeah, it's it's kind of middle of the road. Kind of middle of the road, but nothing, I don't know. It's It, it needs some work because I think some of it feels... Um, the thing is, is, like, whenever you get the scripts, the things that are told that you need to read you need to really read them and and make it that it's your own whereas i think that's what becky does really well yeah like it, it doesn't matter what the hell you put in front of her she's gonna read it and she's gonna do phenomenal at her bianca it seems sometimes a little forced like she's just reading some shit that you know bruce gave her um no i i agree i think it sounds a lot of times it sounds pretty forced so, um, the reason why you have Becky basically do it, as you said, you know, win, but at the same time, the face of the company, I hate to say it, and, and this is what the champion is, at least in my mind. I mean, there are some people that don't need the belt and some people that do, but when you had the belt, you're the face of the company, and compared for Bianca to, to, uh, to Becky, Becky has to be the face of the company, so she needs the belt. So yeah, if she's back. If she's back, then that's what you you have to do. At least at this point, you might have to do it long term. But the idea is you're you're building to something that's much greater than than what happened in August, or theoretically, what will happen in about a week. But there's a bigger, there's a longer story, and there's a bigger moment to happen and whether that happens three months from now or six months from now there's a payoff somewhere yeah hopefully and i think Bianca gets it back i would be shocked if she doesn't get it back i would the problem is you can't shuffle the belt around too much not too much that's what i'm saying yeah it's it's all it's all a fun fine line like you don't want to go okay well now it's your turn for a little bit and then it's gonna be no you gotta have uh, you know, like what they've done is, you know, you got to have someone dominant on it. And I don't know if like, like, but Bobby Lashley, like, did he need a vacation? Was he just up? Did he have PTO hours that were ready to go? And he was just like, I, like, I just, I got to take some time off. So just give it the BE. Uh, I mean, I think it's also with some of the AEW numbers kind of surging. I think it was, they may have had, been planned to they were going to put the belt on biggie at some point but i think they needed to do something that this is hey we're giving the fans what they want type of deal and they're trying to boost or maintain ratings on raw which is why he cashed in there oh my god well instead of um i think the plan was he was supposed to cash in what was the most recent pay-per-view extreme rules yeah I think that was the original plan. He was going to cash in there, but they moved it to a to an episode of Raw. Well, 
I think they. Uh, okay, well let's. Uh, I guess we can get into Big E and all that later, but it's uh, to go on with it is now uh, with this draft. Uh, Becky and and um, Becky and Bianca sure. are both going to Raw. Yeah, and but she has the SmackDown title. She's so weird. They need to find something else with that. I don't know what they're gonna do because Charlotte is on SmackDown. She has the Raw title, but now she has. Yeah, can we just like have a handoff? Like, <laughs> well, they did that last year because the the two tag teams did the same thing, and it was the Street Profits and the New Day, and they just had like a backstage. They just that's exactly what they, they just did. swapped it. Yeah, they're like. Let's not write a story or no reason. Let's just have them. Hey, it's both tag teams. They're both faces. Just have them trade off and just move on. And to be honest, as the viewer, I was like, all right. Makes sense, right? I I guess. And they they don't have problems with each other or anything like that as far as their characters are concerned. But then are they going to try to do something funny where they go – you know, with the triple threats, usually they they use it in a way to, um, like they don't want to squash a young up and comer. Like they don't want to get Sasha, uh, they don't want to get Bianca pinned because she's you know the young up and comer. But they also don't want to make Becky look weak, blah blah blah. But they have some fuckery going on. But will they try to put that belt on? On Sasha, because Sasha, I still believe, I'm sorry, the, the draft's a little convoluted, but will they try to put that SmackDown belt on Sasha and then have Becky fight Charlotte to bring the Raw belt over instead of doing some backstage switch? <laughs> no, you could you could do that. I mean, it's, it's feasible, even though like it's Survivor Series, it's usually champion versus champion. So then it wouldn't really, how are you going to get this Becky versus Charlotte if she doesn't have the, doesn't have the belt. So it's true. I, I don't know. I assume they have, I assume they have a plan, but, uh, I mean, the, the next pay-per-view I think should be pretty good. Now you gotta, if you're watching it live, you gotta watch it at like noon, <laughs> a, a week from tomorrow. Got to tell my so work, working from home works to, to your advantage. Yeah, it does. Or yeah, I'm working. I totally am. I got the spreadsheet in front of me. Go, you bitch. Go. <laughs> <laughs> I don't talk like that. No, no, no. Well, I was I was actually talking about uh, Roman Reigns. So I wasn't no, talking about okay. Sasha or anything. Um, no, that's fair. Uh, but as the face of the company, also, um, and I know. Uh, I don't know what it is about the New Day that WWE is forced in a way to to make it right with the with the audience, like they did with Kofi and that that whole run. But they did the same thing with Big E, and they're now trying to force the whole King of the Ring on uh, on Xavier Woods. Um, which again, we'll we'll get into that King of the Ring. In, in here in a second, but the face of the company obviously can't be uh, Big E. Like, I hate to say it, he's just not. Uh, you don't think so? No, no, not at all. I, I I just don't think it's a guy that you can you're gonna be 
centered around the Good Morning America and was like, hey, this is Biggie. And he was like, this is big goofy bastard who just, he can never take anything seriously. Like, if Biggie, I know he wants to be goofy. I know he wants to do all these things. But being the champion is a very serious deal. Like, you don't see, like, Becky doing goofy shit. You don't see, you know, Charlotte doing goofy shit. Roman ain't doing goofy shit. Like when you're the oh. when you're the champion, you're the champion, and you're the face of the company. And everyone's like, "Fuck, dude, this dude's a fucking killer." And, uh, and you see like Big E running around throwing pancakes out of his crotch. It's like, all right, I don't know. It's you know, I like him. I like as a person. Yeah. But he can't be the face of your company. It's it was a fun run. But it's going to come to an end, and we're going to have to have somebody serious to carry on with this. You know, he did the, uh, I mean, it was recorded, not live, but he did like the in arena and what you saw on the pay-per-view, the intros for each fighter for the Wilder Fury fight the other night. Like in his voice? Yeah, okay, that'd be cool. But it wasn't in like the... On the it was, video, it wasn't the silly new day intro. Like it was like he did like the hype intro for each fighter. Really? Yeah. For the last Fury. Yeah, the one that just happened on Saturday, which was I'm not a big boxing guy, but I bought it because I was. Oh, you I did. Peak curiosity, and again, I'm not a big boxing guy, but I think it was the best fight I've ever seen. Uh, I heard it was great, and I. I am big boxing guy, but I'm also big cheap guy. So, well, <laughs> and I also, talk, and also big tired, also big tired guy. I was, <laughs> really, I was really tired. That's also fair. But you'll have to wait for me to introduce the champ. Elusive and tough, a clinical slugger. So this is the thing you saw. Yeah. Okay. I don't have to watch that, but I get the I get the point. Um, so I mean, they're you know somebody's putting him in that position, and it's definitely there's probably somebody with the last name McMahon who's making some phone calls and getting him in that spot. And I think that's great, but I don't. It's just no disrespect to Big E. It's just it's not a man that you can really take seriously. That man, this dude will fuck everybody up, and and. You know, as far as anything, like, I, I just, I don't take, like, he definitely couldn't do a heel run, and his... I People mean, have been wanting it. Uh, I would say a heel New Day would be great. Yeah. But for, I they mean, just... There's, there's a push for, for him to turn heel against the New Day is what a lot of people want to see. I would say to try to break, because I think the New Day run has run a little long in the tooth. And they've obviously done that in last year because they broke him up. Right. But it's just, it's just getting a little too, it's, it's too much. So, um, uh, we'll move on from that. Oh, so, and also the King of Ring thing, and we can go, a, a, you know, very briefly on this. The King of the Ring, uh, like back in the day was kind of a bullshit thing. Like, and I remember, Bret Hart winning the first pay-per-view one, but I know they did it like back in the eighties too. Um, it's a, it's a heel gimmick. And 
I know everybody wants Xavier Woods to win. Everybody got mad because uh, Liv, uh, Liv got beat by Carmella. But it's like Carmella's made to be the queen of the ring or whatever the hell they're calling it. Right. Like, that's what it's supposed to be. Like, stop forcing all this stuff. Because, you know, Corbin, like, ran, like, two years as King Corbin just because of I that. I mean, it felt like it. It's, it Even was, if it wasn't that long. It I was mean, a long time. It was, like, two years. Shayna Baszler is going to win that. I mean, she's literally known as like the queen of queen spades of... <laughs> or something like that. I mean, it's like, how is she not going to win this? Cause she, she needs and, something. Well, and that's a push that they went all the way to the brink and the pandemic hit. And they also were like, well, we can't have her beat Becky. We don't, we're not pushing her that hard. And then for the last 18 months, she's just been getting rolled up by random people and, paired with Nia Jax even though they apparently hated each other and they eliminated like each other from the last Royal Rumble it's just is that a shooter shooter or work I mean I don't know oh really I'm not sure but I I hear some people I hear some people really do like Nia but um eh, I mean she's all right I mean there, there are matches that are that are good she had one with Rousey once that I think it was at a SummerSlam. It was pretty awesome. Really? I missed that one. But, I mean, she's okay. She's really good at injuring her uh, counterparts. I think Becky actually said she was uh, she was glad Nia did that. Uh, well, I mean, it's more than just that. But, I mean, that was that was definitely one of them. Yeah. But that's, that's kind of the... I mean, that was... Was that 2019? Yeah, because that was before 2019. Because basically, that... And the whole Kofi thing just kind of well, if the if the backstory to Kofi Mania is true, that the only reason he was in that elimination chamber was because Mustafa Ali had a concussion, and then he just went over so well with the crowd that night that they were like, "All right, well, we're pushing this thing all the way to Mania." Got to put it. Well, uh, Crown Jewel should be fun. Um, there is no doubt about it. Roman Reigns will be still head of the table. He will be acknowledged. Never say never, man. That is. I can uh, read the dirt sheets. The dirt sheets, pal. All no, right. I think I think he's winning. But well, I'll tell you this: if he if he beats Lesnar, he's definitely taking it all the way to Mania. Mm-hmm. Because this would be the time if you wanted to take it off of him and not at Mania, you would do it with Lesnar and you would do it in front of not the domestic crowd. Because I think no matter what happens, you're going to get a good response over there. Yeah. Well, um, I guess we can swim a little bit into AEW. I have to admit, I was in AEW for a little bit, but man, they've, they've run... Um, they run a little thin on me lately. I have to admit. All, all I've seen was maybe the same thing you watched was about ten minutes or so of that uh, CM Punk match last Friday or Saturday. I'm trying to think of when it was on. Uh, the the Friday one, I believe. It was a Friday, yeah. And I was, I mean, it, it was fine. I didn't think it was bad, but like, like I told you, it kind of looked like a. Uh, less athletic AJ Styles out there. Yeah, 
and stop me if I'm wrong. I, like the work rate that CM Punk goes at, like, is he known as a really, really good worker? I mean, obviously he's not like high flying or anything, but he's he's a really good worker, correct? Yeah. No, I would, and I mean, it's the character too. For sure, I believe that seems to be majority of it. Yeah. But, and again, it's like two two sides of the story on this whole CM Punk thing. And I think, me and you've been kind of talking about this. Um, the way this has been booked is strange. I know they're maybe the trying to um, work up a. Um, now, if you wanted to work up your rates, I don't. I, I think you can work matches off TV and you know make sure you know with a seven year layoff, you're not going to be as crisp as you once were. Like Brian Danielson never took a day off; he's been working this entire time. So yeah, he goes and gets Kenny Omega. Where CM Punk, I I, I feel like does not have the confidence to do a main event fight. He wants to stay in the mid card and work him work his way up. Um, yeah, that's fair. But I have to say it's a little disappointing because after a while, it kind of loses the lust. That that song comes on and it just goes, "Oh, it's CM Punk again." Yeah. Oh, okay, he's gonna. No, we we talked gonna, about that. He's gonna fight some jobber again, and I hate to call them jobbers. And I know these are uh, jobber plus. But these guys are like really good indie guys who have made it onto television. And the problem is when working with these young guys, like just off the bat, CM Punk is not letting anybody go over. He's going to win these matches. Um, But at the same time, he's not squashing them either. Right. So he's having good competitive fights. So in a turn, he's making these guys look like they're halfway can sniff CM Punk's, you know, uh, jock a little bit. But at the same time, you're like, man, why is he's having a competitive match with some guy named Daniel Garcia? Like, yeah. <laughs> and I think he's going to be fighting against some guy named I don't even know who the hell his name is. Uh, I don't fucking know. But it's some some spare guy that no one's ever right. heard of. So it doesn't give you the idea that, or the feeling that he's dominant enough to then challenge for one of the major titles. Like best in the world, he might. I don't even know if he's best of Chicago right now. <laughs> like, I don't know. And I hate to be such. I'm not trying to be a hater. I've all. I think I'm not the biggest fan of CM Punk as some people are, whereas. I mean, CM Punk can not do anything wrong. Like, everything he's ever done. He's not phony. I keep reading stories of, of the pipe bomb that uh, was super real. And he, you know, and, you know, he, he gave him, he gave Vince a fake script. Did, did you read that? <laughs> like, it was yeah. some bullshit like that. And you're like, dude, do, do not try to shoot on this. Like, no. Everything, every, bit of it, every bit of that was a work. I hate, I hate, hate it. Like, I really think he's trying to get over being the anti-WWE guy. But after a while, that shit's going to get really old. And I think where some people, I think, has gained favor 
is Brian Danielson came out and goes, I like WWE, but I just want to do something else. And I think right. he's gotten over with W with AEW and with the WWE fans going, okay, fine, Brian, you know, do your stuff, Daniel no, Bryan, think, and come back. But yeah, I, but I think that was a mutual parting of ways. I, mean, sure. I think they knew whether he was going to end up going there, probably some assumptions, but I think both sides were like, this is just it. I mean, obviously, I mean, they, they he lost, but they, they had Daniel Bryan in the main event of WrestleMania this year. So, I mean, they were still using him, but maybe that was his, that was effectively his retirement match with WWE. And then had Roman Reigns smash him on a SmackDown God. I think you had to look back at that and go, you know what? I mean, I think Daniel wanted to be smashed out by the best guy at a WWE. Yeah. And he's going, if anybody's going to knock me out of this company, it's going to be Roman Reigns. Right. Really has to tell you. I think he showed a lot of respect to, to he acknowledged Roman Reigns by doing that. As should, as should we all. You have to acknowledge him. But uh, the only problem, I, I listened to a Tony Khan interview. I'm going to end on this, but uh, I listened to a Tony Khan interview. Uh, I'm going to have to say, don't like this guy. Okay. He's not, he comes, you know, I listened to Jim Cornette and he goes, got this young little fucker who's playing action figures with live people. That's <laughs> <laughs> basically what he's doing. He's like, I want this guy over here and he's going to fight this guy over here. And it's just like, um, I, I I find him not to be a guy who's doing a passion project, but has, um, has no idea where he wants to do with this. And the only thing I thought AW was really good at was stopping with the whole, oh, we're competing with WWE. And now he's leaning full into that, which I don't really like. Like, what I liked about WWE is like, hey, we're just doing our thing over here. And then they beat NXT, and they're like, oh, yeah, we can kick everyone's ass. And you're like, yeah, you beat NXT. Like, stop. <laughs> yeah, and I think their numbers have dropped off a bit since Quite the, a bit, yes. Yeah. Since the punk debut and all that, yeah, I, the shine has has worn off a little bit, and uh, I did watch the th- episode three and four of Roads <laughs> to the Top, and I have to tell you, it's getting worse. Oh well, it's that's not. It's getting worse. Stop the show. Is Ted Turner there still? Oh no, he's not. <laughs> Stop the show. Just throw the towel. Throw oh the my god, towel. they're gonna ruin the whole thing. I'm telling you, oh, no. they literally aired a full-on botch on Roads to the Top. Really? Yeah, because they had this whole uh, segment where they were going to do a weigh-in with Cody Rhodes and this other guy, and they fucked up the entire spot. It was a total shit show, and they aired it. Like I would have been like, no, let's talk about all the awesome things we did. Don't, don't highlight the total shit show that we just put on, on live television. Wow! Like it shows it. I'm not. Wa- I'm not watching it. <laughs> so, not doing it. I'm watching it till it ends. I'm so invested. Uh, literally, uh, do you know back in the day, uh, uh, Lex Luger was put on a bus called the Lex Express during his '95 run. 
No. Where he was supposed to win the championship. Okay. And it was a total shit show. They put they called it the Lex Express. He was supposed to go into SummerSlam, beat Yokozuna, Yokozuna and this was going to be his big claim to, flame, uh, claim to fame. Well, as they were going through, like, be, the beginning of the ride, they were like, oh, yeah, he's going to win the thing. And then as it went over, he goes, this guy's not over. We can't put the title on him. He fucking sucks. <laughs> He's he's not gonna go. It's not gonna work out well, and so uh, go watch OSW. They do a long uh, 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 kind of overview of the entire Lex, Lex Express, starting from the narcissist and Royal Rumble to uh, you know Lex Luger getting uh, you know his full push. Okay. Um, uh, go go watch that. But Cody in one of these episodes goes. I got my new bus over here. It's the Nightmare Express. And I go, oh my gosh, he's got his own Lex Express. <laughs> he's, going, he's, he's literally doing everything you can do to ruin your career. <laughs> uh, he's not a likable character or possibly person. He has such go away heat. It's hilarious. Yeah. Yeah, it's all I can say is just go. It's not fun. It's not like uh, the Iron Sheik or anything. It's 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 so bad. It's 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 yeah. Sergeant Slaughter uh, goes against uh, America. <laughs> it's fair. It's a good description. It's, it's it's that type of heat where you're like, dude, we all hate you. Yeah, we all hate you. Okay. Well, Jay, I appreciate you. Um, I don't know if this one... This one was better. There was less uh, contraband on it, so that was good. But until next time... That's right. Is Brandon fall asleep? Did he die? He no, I'm cam- still here. I've, uh, I've just been listening. <laughs> he went camera off. Okay. Get- I, I, I was expecting some type of a reference to 1980s wrestling, like maybe the like Terry Gordy or the Super Kick, but, you know. <laughs> I'm telling you, I listen... <laughs> I, I listened to the Jim Cornette podcast, and man, he did a whole thing on like the Rock and Roll Express and how hot they were going to be. <laughs> and I'm sitting here, you know, I actually did look up some pictures of the Rock and Roll Express, like early '80s, mid '80s, and I go, he had a point. But then that one guy like had some accident, and his eye was going this way, and they turned out to not be real good looking. <laughs> 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 Throw your career off. If by, the, if by the 90s they looked horrible. Yeah. <laughs> so, RIP, uh, Rock and Roll Express. Uh, they're not dead. Uh, they, yep. just, they just, no. All just right. Just guy's eye. Uh, appreciate it, Brandon. Appreciate it, Jay. All right. All right, later.